very gently Vaseline that thing up and shove it way up your asshole. Smog. Like it's smog. I should know. I wrote the book. No, let Baker Mayfield do this thing, bro! It looks like Maynard. Hi, Maynard. You apple fucks are from this caveman bullshit you're dealing with over there. I'm getting angry. Angrier and angrier. It's like you rubbed the lamp of the genie and you wished wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll start off with it. No, I <laughs> see it's... I don't think about it. Well, you need to start thinking about it. I'm going to start leaving it in because it takes a lot of editing to get all that shit out of there. Literally, and it takes a lot of editing uh, editing in my body to get the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Is your mic turned up? I feel like I got you um, cranked over here. and Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, my wavelengths are... Your lines? Yeah. Good? Oh, I'm doing well, lines over here like Donnie Jr. Wave lining, yeah. yeah. Every other one is... <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, oh, how you been? Um, good. Um, well, I mean, lack of sleep because I, I'm afraid that the nukes are going to be launched or something. But other than that, I'm great. I'm chippy. Uh, I think you've got me on. I think you've got Zoom on a different mic or something. You sound. Oh uh, wait. Bit- uh, actually, like at three o'clock, I opened up Zoom to get ready because I was ready. <laughs> no, not true. Fake news. <laughs> and uh, update, big update. So this is the new well, and improved well, Zoom. Wanna, so, well, check into your Zoom settings. Uh, which mic you're on? Um, uh, let's see here. Um, because that would make sense. I can see that your mic is on the right. I've got you more in my right ear than my left, and you're quiet and far away. Uh, let's try that. Is that better, or...? That definitely sounds different. Now it sounds like you're in a basketball stadium. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I mean, there's all sorts of audio settings. Oh my gosh, it can't uh, be that hard, really? But, uh, let's see here. Testing. Um, I mean, the wavelengths look pretty good here, I think. Well, I'm sure, I mean, that probably didn't change, because you're using GarageBand, right? Yeah. It says here, uh, suppressed background noise, auto or low, which is faint background sound, medium, which is computer fan, pen taps, and high, which is typing and dog barks. Oh, you're on, like, extra high. <laughs> oh, bark, bark, yeah. bark, 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 can... bark. Yeah. I could turn it to medium and see what happens. I mean, I'm... Okay, here we go. Now I'm on I'm on medium now. Okay. So this is done. Let's okay. Yeah. Now, it's, hey, it's, it's not be... my fault. You're the one that's like, oh, it's three eh. o'clock. I should change all my settings real quick right before we record in 15 minutes when I well, feel like it. Well, there was an update, and I was sitting around <laughs> twiddling my thumbs. No, you weren't. And... No, nope, not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eugene is unavailable. I saw that pop up five <laughs> times in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> well, the coffee was brewing, the celery was getting crunched on, and... Gross. Mm. <laughs> uh. So, I didn't talk about my dog on the show, huh? 
No, you did not talk about the our, the dearly deceased. Well, way to fucking not bury the lead. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so, because I went and checked and this happened on December 11th, so it was about a month ago. Uh, apologies if I did talk about it on the show before, but you're going to get it again. So, Roger, my dog that is a rescue, uh, and my dog, of our three dogs, that's my dog. Uh, one day, uh, Demi was running, the big moose was has to run in the door at top speed, and she kind of just barreled over his ass, steamrolled him. And the next day, he was laying around just all lethargic. Like, I couldn't, like, I would prop him up on his legs, and he would just kind of lay back down. Like, not like his legs hurt, but like, no... Mm, not feeling it. So the wife got home from work and he was getting worse and she was like, you need to take him into the emergency. Great. Animal doctor mm-hmm. after hours. Great. Uh, so I took him in and they looked him over and I had, you got to wait outside and it's fucking cold. And they finally came out and said that uh, there was a growth in his guts and it burst and his guts are full of blood and to figure out what's really wrong with him, they'd have to do exploratory surgery. And there's a 25% chance that he would survive that, let alone whatever they find. And so it was like, we gave him some good years and in a year or two, but this is kind of what we do. I'd rather get a pup. That's a three or four years old, or, you know, we think he was maybe seven, uh, and give him some good time before they go. And yeah. it, it was time. So I gave the, I think I might've told this on the show. I don't remember. I know I told you in private at least. Yeah. And I said, uh, made the decision that no pet owner wants to make. And on the way home, the vet called me like 10 minutes later on the way home. And they said that he died before they could even do anything. Yeesh. So they, so they didn't even administer anything. He, he was dead when they went back in. So it happened quick and, you know, we gave him some good, a good way on the way out with him. We don't feel like he was, a, he wasn't a puppy mill or something like that. He was homeless for probably a couple years. We pulled 20 ticks off that dog when we got it from the pound. Uh, it, and he was a savage. He did not give a shit. He would fight Demi, that 95 pound giant bitch. And he is barely came to her knee. And he would fight her full bore. It was hilarious. Uh, so anyway, it's been about a month, and we keep our eyes open for dogs, and, and we go with our gut, which is to say that it's a feeling thing. It's not a pity thing, it's just a feeling. And so today, I well, uh, last week my sister called me about something about her neighbor, and a dog I've always wanted, a corgi. Uh, and I went out to look at it today, and it was very clear, very quickly, I was in an Amish puppy farm. And I say Ugh. farm, I say farm, not mill, because it, it looked, they only had a couple of breeders and they, they looked like they were taken care of. They weren't okay. out in the elements. They, they were in a barn, but not outside. Uh, and the, the mothers and puppies were in a warmed area. So it didn't look like it was too bad. You know, the puppy mills, they have them outside and they just kill any dog that can't breed. They were like, we want the, this one can't breed, you know, she can't have, get, have puppies and we want her to go to a good home. She's just going to be a pet. I was, you know what? And I get her for free, a purebred Corgi. So 
I just brought her home, and she still smells like a fucking horse barn. So, but I'm waiting till my wife gets home to see if she wants to be the one to give her to give her a bath. She's very scared. She's about three and a half years old. She's just sitting over here at my feet. She's just following me around everywhere I go because that's something that's very important. If this is going to be my dog, I have to be the one to go and solo and get it. Because my wife suggested we should go as a family. I'm like, mm, mm, oh, yeah. eh, I want it to be my dog. And I'm going to name her. And she doesn't bark. Okay. It's all right, baby. It's all right. She's still getting used to the other two dogs. Who don't shut the fuck up ever. Uh, and I'm going to name her Ayn from Cowboy Bebop. Like every other Ayn? Corgi owner. I, I, yeah, E-I-N. That's a character okay. on that show. And that's my favorite anime of all time, and it's a corgi, and I'm that's what it's going to be. And I I was Googling it to show Addison, and, like, the third article down is, why are 90% of corgis called Ein? I'm like, because we're all fucking stupid dumbasses. <laughs> but I don't care. That was on my bucket list. I will one day own a corgi named Ein. And that day is now. <laughs> yeah. And that's, honestly, it's one of the better characters on that show. One day when you watch that show, you're going to... Everybody loves Ein. Short for Einstein. Oh, okay. Okay. So, this is one of those dogs that have the short legs, correct? Yes, I'll send you a picture here real quick. All right. <laughs> so, is, is, is she... So, she's very docile? Docile? She's terrified. But she's used to living in a right. barn. She's not used She's not used to being inside. And I've got okay. that giant fucking idiot dog out there who's just like, oh, let's play, and jumping all over the place and being a psycho. It's all right, baby. Come here. It's okay. They're, they bark at everything. It's okay. I have not heard her bark at all and one time. He's a good dog. Yes, he is. She's adorable. Uh, let me see here. I'll send you a couple pictures. How are you, Ben? Um, I mean, good, I guess. I... I, uh, for my own sanity, I'm back at karate. I, I probably shouldn't because of COVID, but I, with, with, uh, literally the dictator that we have right now as a president for the next week or so, I, I've been getting very little sleep and just angry all the time and just angry at family, angry. And so it's my therapy is going in. That's, I, okay, I, I, I have to have some sort of a release and, Renovating houses ain't it, so it's going to be martial arts, which does work. It it works, <laughs> but bet um, your ass it does. Yeah. So and we're still we're, there was no contact, which which is at, at this point good, but we're still able to do our forms and we're still able to do. There's a lot of stuff you can do without actual physical contact, and I, again, it's for me at this point, it's just just to, karate masturbation. Yes, it is. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, it's, <laughs> I do, I mean, by the time this, this episode lands, we're either going to be in a desolate post-apocalyptic wasteland or Biden will be president. No, <laughs> no, it's not going to be a desolate wasteland. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll be all right. I'm just, I just, it's, I'm just, I, I know what these types are like. I, I know what these types are like. And. Well, they've Patriot. been getting arrested Boom. left and right. Oh, it's great. And I, and I hope because they shut down that stupid 
gay ass parlor shit that 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 helps and that careful there careful that, it was you say they shut down it wasn't the government that shut any of that down no i know no, no. it was it was I've been, apple I, microsoft amazon private amazon, companies yeah yes am i on a and delay are, with you it seems like oh yeah you are it's your internet no it's not my internet's great i'm rocking mm. I hate you. Your your stupid parlor neighbors that are sucking up all the internet right now. Yep. Ah, and I I love that I that supposedly um there's been but it wasn't a very secure app or whatever, and so they're going to be able to nail people left and right. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I love getting into arguments with people. I'm so sick of explaining to people that that this is the gay wedding cake thing. You can't have it both ways. And yeah. they just, no, no, it's the government. It's the government. No, no, it's not. This is This is just private companies saying we don't want to host your shit and... Too bad. Schoolwork. Oh, I, I hear it. What? What? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's been great. Now. Whatever. Oh, it's schoolwork. It's homework. Yeah. Oh, now my waveforms are way down. Now they're. Now my waveforms are wavelength things are not going so hot. I. What? Well, one of those. Your shows. mic setting is not right. It's not right. I'm telling you. You sound weird. Check, I've got check. you up at about... Oh, yeah? That's... Okay, great. That's great for this, but is, did it change anything on your uh, uh, band camp? Uh, here we go. Check, check, check. Uh, how's the wavelength? Uh, I mean, it's good-ish. Oh, there's a little part of me that... Oh, I don't want to do that. It wants to stop my audio track and listen back to make sure that it sounds okay. I mean, nothing with with GarageBand has changed. It's there's there was no updates, no nothing. So I GarageBand, not Bandcamp. I know there were no whatever. updates, but can you? Is it hard? No, no, you said it right. I said it wrong. No. Can you check and make sure that uh, you're on the right mic? Or because yeah, mine's I'm, right here on the front. Show, feedback protection is on. Maybe turn that off. I don't. I don't know. I. Oh, I hate dealing with this stuff. Um, I, I, I think it's okay. I the mic is right in front of my face at this point. <laughs> Just so more I still sound weird, huh? Yeah. Well, and I've got you. I normally have you at about forty percent, forty-five maybe, and I've got you at about sixty. Um. And, I mean, and, you're, I, and you're mostly in the right ear. It's, so I don't know. I mean, I, nothing's different over here. I mean, as long as your waves are good, they're not. They're not like itty bitty tiny, are they? No, I mean, no, they're still there. They're not bad. It's just they're not huge, and for some reason, my I mean, my mic is right in front of my face. Can you cover your this mic? Just do me a favor real quick. Cover this mic. Okay. Okay. Are you going to do it, or? I 
That's your <laughs> earbud. Phone. Your cover your mic that's on your earbud. <laughs> Do you see that fatter part of your wire on your other earbud? On your other ear side? That fatter part oh. of your that's your microphone. <laughs> Just fist um. that whole thing. Put that whole thing in your fist and cover it up. And um. then talk into the snowball. Now Siri's asking what I what I need help with. I, I, what? <laughs> you Apple fucks are from like the, the caveman age. This caveman bullshit you're dealing with over there. Oh. and she Gosh. said she just apologized to me. So all is forgot. All is for, all is forgiven over here. <laughs> I, I I have better I better luck uh, helping my dad fix his laptop over the phone. <laughs> That I do right now with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're good. It should be fine. Yeah, you're like <laughs> Eric will fix it in post. Yeah, he'll fix it in post. Won't take too much extra time to tweak a couple things. And just three weeks later, this run. episode comes out. <laughs> uh, you're great. You are great. Yep. <laughs> Are you ready for the roulette? Yeah. God help us all. Oh, Let's just. It's going to be a short. If I got No, it's your internet. It's not mine. I'm crystal clear and you're. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, let's just do a speed test here, huh? Oh, well, I accept your challenge. Let's see here. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll see your speed test. I'm still Thanks. waiting. Hold on. Still waiting. Oh, right. Ooh. oh uh-huh. shit! Oh, something, ain't, something ain't right. <laughs> you think? Oh boy. Well, huh? <laughs> yeah, that ain't good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twenty-two. I'm lightning over here. Oh yeah, I'm five, maybe. Yeah, this is smoking. This is smoking, and there's, there's five. Oh my god. That's it's fucking dial-up, dude. <laughs> yeah, well... Now you're frozen in the uh... goofiest, dumbest... <laughs> let's just, uh... Well, we'll just make the best of it. You gonna go reset your oh, router? Oh. No! Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some oh. really pouty Trump lips right now. Yeah, that's... Oh, now it's not even... Oh, boy, we are... Oh. I'll wait patiently for your response. Well, you go ahead. Let's start the roulette. Oh, my God. How about I introduce the roulette and you go reset your router? Oh, it's going to take a while. I mean, that is... That's downstairs in the basement. That's unplugging shit and waiting for... (laughs) It's all right. We'll just waste my future time for three hours at... Five hours editing the fucking show. Yeah... Actually, we could do that. I'll just keep this recording, and then you just the talk. Recording can go keep about going. your business. Yeah, and then you come back right. and invite me to a Zoom meeting. When you're up and running, come back and invite me to a Zoom meeting. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Well, re- this is. This... I'll review some shit that you don't care about. How about that? Okay, and talk about sports ball. Oh, hey, that's even a better idea. If only I had Stephen on. Where's Stephen at right now? 
probably still working or something. I should text him. I should send him a message. Steven, come save me, for the love of God. I wonder, can I get Steven on to talk to me about sports ball quicker than I can anything else than I, while I'm waiting on him? Let's see. What will he say? I'd love to talk to him about the Browns. They just uh, beat the unholy shit out of the Steelers. That was fantastic. Steelers look like a bunch of lost children, the way the Browns usually look when they play them. It was wonderful. I started watching the game, and I was like, oh, a couple minutes. I, I don't know. It was just getting started. My wife's like, hey, can you help me carry some stuff upstairs? I was like, yeah, okay. I was gone for five minutes. Five minutes. I come back, the score is 14-0. I, I, what in the hell? I, I was shocked. And it just spiraled from there. 28-0 to in the first quarter. Oh, my God. This is a miracle. I love it. But the, anyway, the Browns slayed the dragon. And then that dumb shit wide receiver from the Steelers was like, it's all right. They're going to get clapped next week by Kansas City. All right. Okay. And we clapped you. That means if you would have got to Kansas City, what? You would have got beat 100 to zero? I, what a moron. What we need is somebody on the Chiefs to say some stupid shit to the media, get the Browns all fired up again. I know it's a cliche, but any given Sunday, man. Any given Sunday. You never know. You never know. I got nothing against Chiefs. I like them. Their fans are cool. I'm friends with some of their fans. And they're uh, Patrick Mahomes, that quarterback. Judas! That dude's on fire all the time. But you know what? First play of the game, it could snap his ankle. Yeah, he'd be in some shit then. Not that I want that to happen. I don't wish injuries on anybody. Except Rapeless Burger. I don't know, it wouldn't bother me if he'd snapped an ankle. Although it was glorious to see him just bawling on the sidelines. <laughs> we lost to the Browns. I'm <laughs> just lapping up those tears like Cartman. In the video of the guy smashing his TV while he's caught. Maybe I could, that, that's something I could do. I could try and, I could find that audio, play that for you. You want to hear Steelers fan have a crying meltdown? That's good content, right? That's good anti-Eugene content. Oh, was that from Steven? No, it was from my kid's teacher at school who's obsessed with sending me messages. I know, they're just doing their job. I got it. Here, you want to hear something funny? Listen to this. I fucking had it, bro. I fucking smoked it, bro. one angry, chubby white boy with cornrows, no less, and like dangly 
bits in his hair, smashing the shit out of his TV. Poor Steelers fan. We only got to the playoffs. Went 11-0. What a way to start the season. It's because your schedule was weak. And you're overrated. Ha 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 ha. Go cry with your six rings, you pussies. Jeez. I've, I've seen more Steelers fans abandoning ship. You guys got six rings. You think you're just going to be good forever? While you make fun of us for rooting for the Browns, even though they suck for all these years? Well, guess what? That pendulum swung back. I don't know. Mason Rudolph looked okay, though. A couple games I saw him. Crybabies. Gotta get your wide receiver room in order, though. Holy shit. Juju, how's that working out for you? Oh. Joining a Zoom meeting. Um, I joined. Joining. Here we go. Meeting host will let you in soon. So let me in, Eugene. Let me in. You have to invite me in. There we go. All right. That didn't take too long. No, that wasn't too bad. Hey, and there's no delay. All right. Yeah. It's still not great, but and my office has never been good, but it's better. I mean, it was... Well, you're plugged in, right? I'm plugged in, but for some reason, the internet's just not... It's Now it's up to 20, but uh, peak levels should be close to 100. Yeah, but 20, 20 is still loaded. I mean, 20 is more than we're actually... We were only supposed to get like 15 on our plan. Uh, we get 20. I can have three people streaming at the same time, no buffering. So 20 is more than enough for the, okay. uh, the kind of stuff that we do. Uh, this is way better. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, and I, when I went down there, the router was, there was a little yellow light blinking. So who, who knows? I, I got to get the gremlins out every now and then. Yeah. It, it just happens. Oh, this is so much better. Okay. And it, that didn't take long at all. We had a nice little sports ball chat. I messaged Steven. He oh, failed. Oh, by the way, real quick. So about that. Or I mean, yeah, go ahead, Steve. Oh, no, no, no. He, he failed. He didn't respond. Oh, okay. So. so how many more how many more games do the Browns have until they might actually be, like, in the Super Bowl? I think they have to win two more. And is there a... I mean... Nobody expected them to beat the Steelers, and they stomped the dog shit out of them. I know, yeah. <laughs> without a head coach and without an O-line. Yeah. So next up is Kansas City... Who uh, the Chiefs? Who are unrealistically good? the the no. Chiefs The Chiefs are like playing Madden. Like they're they're playing video games while the rest of us are trying to play football, for real. So okay. nobody expects them to beat them either. But you know what? There's uh, a phrase that was an Oliver Stone movie about football. Oh, that was the. Um... I really want you to give me a football quote here. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I know which movie you're talking about. That's the one with Jamie Foxx, right? Yes, but that's a quote in football. Any given Sunday. means you, oh, never, even... you never know what's going to happen on a Sunday. That that Their quarterback is one of the best in the league. He's outstanding. And he's a really nice guy. And he could snap his ankle on the first play. Yeah? You just, you never know. It, the, the very first play of this game, the guy hiked the ball to the Steelers quarterback about three feet over his head. It rolled past him into the end zone, and the Browns dove on it and got a touchdown on the very first play. <laughs> and then we intercepted him like three times. It was 28-0 to zero at the end of the first quarter. Oh, man. That is a stomping. Which is a new record. That's never been done before in a playoff game. 
And the and Browns the, did it to, to the, the Steelers. Steelers. In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> so it ended up uh, 48 to 30, whatever. It didn't matter. that all their, They could never come back over the giant lead we got on them, and it was glorious. Oh, it was just glorious. So at the very least, that could have been Cleveland's own little Super Bowl right there. Kind of. It was, it was slaying a major dragon because uh, Ben Roethlisberger beats the Browns, period. He has done it like 17 mm. times to two or something like that. And Not then at the time. end, and at the end, him and the guy that hiked the ball at the beginning are sitting on the, on the sidelines and he's just crying. <laughs> I was oh, cart- you're drinking those tears. Cartman, huh? Cartmaning up those tears. Yeah. <laughs> just laughing. I played some uh, wonderful audio. You get to hear of a Pittsburgh Steeler fan smashing the shit out of his TV and crying. <laughs> Uh, I'll send you the video later. It's funny. Uh, Are you ready for the roulette? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. You're IMDb-ing your roulette right now, right? Uh Uh-huh. No, you're just waiting for your turn. Uh huh. Did you get those pictures of the doggo though? Yes, that dog's pretty cute. Yeah. And there's one picture where I'm like, yeah, she looks scared. The oh, she's terrified. One. Yeah, she she's really scared right now. Yeah, she's. You know, she's a cutie. She's short, stubby legs. I don't even think she'll be able to jump up on the couch. Which is a good good thing because she sheds. We don't. Oh, we don't she... This is the only dog we have that sheds now, so this is going to be a bit of a trial. But she lets you pet her and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. She does not leave my side. Because I rescued her. Ah, uh, that's a yeah, that's that's a cute dog. Okay, yeah. this episode of the Roulette it is Doctor Strange from nineteen seventy eight up against Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight, and I'm up first. Doctor Strange, nineteen seventy eight. A psychiatrist becomes the new sorcerer supreme of the earth in order to battle an evil sorceress from the past. Uh, and I was kind of expecting this to be like the couple of Captain America movies they made with Captain Screamo. Do you know who? <laughs> uh, the guy from, what was that Mystery Science Theater movie? Uh, something, Prince, not Prince of Space, something in space. The one where the guy's driving the cart and he goes, ah! and then jumps out. Do you remember that one? I think so. I, yes. He, uh, he, well, apparently that actor does that in every movie he's in. Oh. And that, and he was the guy that played Captain America in those early 70s Captain America movies, and that I have not even been able to finish, this guy. (sighs) Anyway, I was expecting that. This is not that. In fact, you should check this out. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Oh, really? I was shocked. Uh, the The second act is a little slow, and it's it's a TV movie, so you're not going to get real hard R or anything like that. But a lot of this movie that I kept coming back to feeling like the tone was uh, similar to those made for TV movie uh, uh, Fulci, Fulci movies. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and the score feels like a Goblin score, like the the synth shit that you like, the original real stuff from back in the day, that's this. And it starts off with real culty shit. And, uh, and I don't know who the big bad guy was because they never quite said his name. 
but he because he was a giant demon thing, stop motion in the distance. I think it was supposed to be like Dormammu uh, from the doc, the current Doctor Strange movie, but they just had this smoky fog monster in the background that occasionally kind of moved its mouth and was creepy and old school special effects. Uh, this when, is a TV movie. Yeah, and when hmm. they were sh- shooting magic at each other, you could. It's hard to describe, but I'll see if I can't find something here. But the, it's the kind of old effects, like where they're scratching up the film and putting yellow and green and colors in there, and the people have to freeze when they do it because it's a still frame. You know what I mean? Like they can't. I do. Just, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's was I was I was either laughing or genuinely enjoying everything that was going on in this movie. Again, the second act is slow, and you got to bear with that. Uh, but man, I I was like, I am happy to have this on my shelf. This cool. is sweet. And I I every now and then they would kind of jump back to this real weird culty evil feeling, almost like a horror movie. With to enough that I would that I can say Eugene should watch this movie. I don't think you should go run out and buy it on Blu-ray or anything like that. Uh, host disabled participant screen sharing. Can you please undo that on Zoom? Oh, great. What is uh, going on back there? Is that your kids or mine? Mine. Okay. For once, it's not mine. Yeah. So what do you want me to... Uh... At the bottom, there's a green button that says screen share. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, can you click on that? And yep. then you should have options. Yeah. Uh, something about allow participant to screen share or something. Uh, desktop one. Uh, share. Yep. Uh... No, no, no. I want to share my screen. Uh, advanced. Yeah, go advanced. Content for a second camera. Portion of screen slides. No, that's not it. Uh, nope, nothing here. That's what happens when you host the show. Yeah, I don't nothing. get to show you anything. Okay, then we're going to do this the old-fashioned way. Uh, I want you to go to Google and look up Doctor Strange 1978 images. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah, ask me a lot, I'll try. Uh, <sighs> Google... <laughs> God, Ugh. come on, old man! When you Images. stop, when you stop learning, you start dying. Uh, Doctor Strange, nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get a we... bell. I'm gonna get a bell in here, and every single time, I'm gonna go, ding. Uh, okay, I see some mustache-looking porn guy. Yep, okay. that nineteen seventy-eight. But just kind of scroll down and kind of keep your eyes on the left. Okay. There you get. Uh, there's one that's from the Hollywood Reporter, 1978, when Doctor Strange was a TV movie. Yep, there it is. There on the left is the big evil guy, and his hot mistress that he's sending back to the real world. And then every time they travel between the real world and the whatever mythological world, whatever the hell it is, it's like uh, the effects from 2001 at the end. Oh, the light, flashy thing? lights and craziness, and then they the guy is flying like. Puma Man from Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> Somebody dangling on wires and whoa! It's hysterical. Also, it works. In a 1978 way, it works. 
And if you keep scrolling down there, you can see some of the lightning flying out of people's yeah. hands and shit. Oh, yeah, that's very 70s type uh, special effects. Oh, yeah, if you keep going down, you can see the fly the, the space tunnels or whatever they're going through. Yep. But <laughs> I, I was trying to get some pictures and video while I was watching this to send to you, and I just never was quick enough with the camera. Uh, while I was watching it, I mean. But I gotta say, I, I, I add in the flavor of some of that Fulci shit and that kind of music. And yeah, I can see that. It's 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 worth a watch. It's not a full on horror movie or anything, but it yeah. You know, sometime when you're treadmilling, I'm sure that thing's got to be on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. I don't. I know it's never gotten a Blu-ray release. Yeah, and it's worth checking out for you. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> it makes the show realistic. Nobody no, sleeps in the woods tonight. Makes it annoying. Uh, I have to take it. Um, TVMA, hour and 42 minutes. A group of technology... Oh. Ooh, let's try that one again. A group of technology-dependent teenagers goes to... I said it wrong. Goes to offline camp and faces a deadly danger... Lurking in the Woods, uh, it's a Bork Bork movie. No, it's not, actually. I think it's a um, Poland, Polish movie. That's kind of Bork Bork, isn't it? Nah, it's more German. Okay. I think. Uh, regardless, I, I watched the dubbed version, which I shouldn't have because this was pretty good, actually. And the dubbed version, it just, whenever you watch these dubbed, it's just, ah, it just doesn't feel as real. The Especially for the newer movies. Those old, like the Kung Fu movies, it, sometimes it makes them better. And the old Italian movies, it makes them better. But I don't know. For some reason, the newer movies, I don't like to hear it in... I don't like to hear I it think it. I think dubbed. it depends on the country as well. Uh, depending on the la- or the language more. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? And then... Uh, and the voice actor's ability. Because uh, the Russian dubs are awful. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Yeah, this one here though, I it's this is a good movie. I mean, it's a slasher movie. It's too long, hour and forty two minutes, too long. But the villain in this is great. Like they really go all out with the special effects, practical effects, and the villain is awesome. Even the backstory is really good. Uh, but I, I I didn't much care for the cannon fodder in it. But it it which is fine. I mean, for through a roulette, this was. This was solid. If you're into slasher movies, and the budget, like you could tell, they sunk some money into this thing. But the definitely the highlight of the movie was the uh, the villain in it and just the gore. I, I was impressed. It, I'm like, this thing is pretty gory. Um, yeah, that. It, and the thing is, though, like I, I had to think watching this. I'm like, you know, I'm not liking these characters that much, but I'm almost not the age. Like, I'm not who this movie is even for. I, I would have been 20, 30 years ago, and those are the movies that I still love, is those Friday the 13th movies and whatnot. And a lot of times in those older slasher movies, the characters aren't the greatest. Some of them there are, but there's some some of those old slasher movies where the characters are kind of lame, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's still cool. And so it's kind of the same thing. And it's just a new take on slasher movies. But I thumbs up if you're into slasher movies. Could do worse than this, but hour and forty-two minutes. Come on, there's an hour and twenty-five minute movie in here. <laughs> Sounds like a slasher movie to me. Yeah. Yes. I was so close to being 
really, 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 really good. But man, the beginning, a drug for a while. Like, let's go. And then when it got going, I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm now I'm liking it. I'll watch it again at some point. Cool. Okay, uh, next round. Coming my way. We've got a $1 Blu-ray blind buy. Scientist Zian Tian is on the verge of a major discovery when she successfully sends living tissue back in time. But everything unravels after her young son is kidnapped and held for a hefty ransom. The entirety of her research. When the drop goes sour and her son is... Okay, I'm not reading anymore. Uh, Mandarin. 106 minutes. Then we have Terry Gilliam, The Zero Theorem. Have you seen this one yet? Oh, man. Um, I don't think I've... Oh, I may have seen that. I, oh. I, I haven't seen this one yet. Synopsis, yeah. I... Uh, Quion Lath, Christoph Walt, is a computer genius plagued with existential angst. Eccentric and reclusive, he lives in a burnt-out church... Uh, toiling on a top-secret project personally assigned by management, Matt Damon, oh, no shit, to discover the meaning of life, if there is one. Uh, you know, Terry Gilliam, he's hit and miss for me on sci-fi. As much as I love sci-fi, I don't like Brazil. I, I know everybody has it on their top 100 of all time. Didn't care for it. Then you got 12 Monkeys. Love it. Mm. Then you got uh, Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I think that's kind of sci-fi. I dig that one. Uh, he's made other stuff that... Uh, whatever. And lastly, I have Source Code uh, from Duncan Jones, director of Moon, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, oh, can I have a commenter or a synopsis? Can I have a synopsis, please? Jake Gyllenhaal stars in this mind-bending action thriller about an experimental government program used to prevent a deadly terrorist attack in downtown Chicago. I haven't seen this since the theater, and I, just, I follow Duncan Jones on uh, Twitter, and somebody was mentioning to him that it's like the 10-year anniversary of that movie. It's like, this Blu-ray has been sitting on my shelf for, I shit you not, at least eight years, and I just haven't pulled the trigger again. And I, I kind of remember what it's about, but I also don't, and I thought the end was odd or something. I, I was left with a mixed bag of feelings. So I thought I'd throw this on, since I'm kind of doing a Blu-ray sci-fi thing here, I'd throw that on the stack. If you want me to get something that's that I completely have never watched, there is this thing on Amazon with, um... Uh, damn it, the bad guy from Blade. Everything comes back to comic books. Mm-hmm. Steven Dorff, he's got a new sci-fi movie on Amazon that I want to watch. But it's up to you. Okay. What do um... you got? For me, first up is Vicious Lips. This is an Albert Pyan movie. He made Nemesis and... Oh, what's the Van Damme movie? Cyborg. Cyborg, yeah. Uh, sometime in the distant future, a fledgling band gets an opportunity for a breakthrough if they can make it in time to a faraway planet to perform in a very popular club. Ooh. And it's, yeah, sexy ladies, 80s, post-apocalyptic... And this is when the director was kind of in his prime, like that mid-80s time frame. So there's that. Uh, next up is Rogero Diodato's The Barbarians. Starring the Barbarian Brothers. Uh, two twin barbarians seek revenge 
for from the warlord who massacred their tribe and captured them when they were small children. This is on Blu-ray, just released by Scorpion, and I cannot wait to watch this. I think it looks... You saw it, I think, on a roulette many years ago or a while ago. Uh, so let's... Oh, and Richard, Richard Lynch is in this. I've always liked Richard Lynch. Um, and it, it just... The cover looks hilarious. Uh, and lastly... Actually, I bought this movie. I would, I got the Barbarians. I'm like, I, I want to get the free shipping on Bull Moose. So I'm like, I need to order another movie to get to that free shipping threshold. And I'm like, Bloodline, that looked good. And that was only, I think, $5 brand new for Blu-ray. This from 2018. And this is the one that stars Sean William Scott. Uh, Evan values family above all else. And anyone who gets between him, his wife, and newborn son learns that the, learns that the hard way. But when it comes to violent tendencies, it seems the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I remember when this thing came out, uh, streaming or whatever, and I watched the trailer, I'm like, that looks really good. It looks, not that I've seen Dexter, but I, I think it's been compared to Dexter. Mm. So. That's another show I'll get you to watch one day, the first season of, anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, I mean, I was all about throwing you the Barbarians, but you are too excited mm. about watching the Barbarians, which means, ah! which means you're going to watch the Barbarians anyway. I'm curious about this Vicious Lips. You really sold me on that one. I have. I had never heard of that movie. Me either. And... I think you're going to get Vicious Lips, and the, mm. and I look forward to your Barbarians review. You're gonna oh, like yeah. that. You're going to like that movie, sir. I'm, I'm telling you, that's just a fact. But this Vicious Lips, I don't know about that one. So I think that's what you're going to get. Cool. And if it's good, I have the Blu-ray. And if it's good, it's on uh, Amazon Prime, which I should have bought on Amazon Prime. But no, let's get the Blu-ray first. <laughs> I was going to say that looks like one of the things that would be suggested to me on Amazon Prime. I should look for it there. I, wa- I might watch that this week, too. <laughs> no. All right. What do you want? Uh, the, um, that second one with Zero Christoph Waltz. Yep. Okay. I thought I watched it, but I have not seen that movie. It, it's always a toss up with uh, Terry Gilliam. I, I just don't know what I'm going to get. It's like the Coen brothers, you know, some, uh-huh. of, some of them I love and some, it's either I absolutely love it or eh. All right. There you go. Next episode of the roulette, it'll be the Zero Theorem up against Vicious Lips. And we were just planning on doing recently watched. Oh, I'm up first. Um, let me see here. Let's go with... Okay, here's the about the biggest one I want to talk about, so we'll start with that. Because everything else I got is rewatches, because I've been watching a TV show. Don't groan. It's something you'll like. So yeah. It's something you'll like. Damn it. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but first, the movie. Uh, Motherless Brooklyn. Oh, I was wanted to ask you about that one. Two hours, 24 minutes. Uh, in 1950s New York, a lonely private detective afflicted with Tourette's syndrome ventures to solve the murder of his mentor and only friend, starring Edward Norton. And Alec Baldwin, Willem Dafoe, Bruce Willis, Ethan Supley, Fisher Stevens. And I, I, this was a a passion project from Edward Norton. He's been trying to get this made for years, but since the Incredible Hulk, he's kind of been on the outs a little bit. And uh, 
just because he's gotten labeled as difficult, because when he helps rewrite a script, or you ask him to help rewrite a script, and then you're like, that's cute, but we're just going to go this other way. If he's in the movie, he's like, wait a minute, I... No, keep this stuff in, do this, do that. I I feel like he's unfairly labeled as difficult. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel like that's a studio thing. And so once you get that label, you get knocked down and you got to independent film, work your way back up. Uh, regardless of how much, I mean, unless you're a Tom Cruise type where you can just, you're just mega blockbuster no matter what you do or say or anything Scientology or couch jumping you still bring in the bucks and nobody gives a shit and Edward Norton isn't quite that which is unfortunate because I I hold him in that high a regard Uh, and he hasn't I don't feel like he's done anything that egregious I mean we'd know about it right there'd be some video or something so, I've always liked him. I've always thought he was a good actor and seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Well, here he uh, is director, writer, star, and pulled some strings to get like Alec Baldwin and Willem Dafoe and Bruce Willis and these guys to come in and work for much, much less than they probably would normally. And I'm happy to report this is a fucking good movie. Uh, it's not the feel-good movie of the year, but it's a good 1950s detective story with very interesting characters that are not cliche. And the character that he plays, it's interesting because of the Tourette's. It's a very different character. And he's not the main cool detective guy. That was his mentor who got killed. I don't want to tell you who or what or why. Just okay. It was just an awesome detective movie that doesn't always go where you think it's going to go. And there's a lot of um, Trumpy metaphors going on here, even though this is based on a book that was long before he ever came to power, as far as I know. Because I think he's been trying to get this made for decades. I could be wrong on that, but that's just something I read on the internet. Therefore, it must be true. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, is it something that I'm going to watch every year? No, of course not. But is it something that's worth watching? You bet your ass it is. This is a damn good movie. It's in my voodoo, sir. Cool. So, okay. Uh, have at it sometime. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was it overly R-rated? I I don't think so. I mean, there's plenty of swearing, obviously, because of the Tourette's, which is funny. I There's even a scene, well, it's a scene from the trailer, but a girl comes up to him at a bar and is like, can you light my cigarette? And he's like, yes. And so he lights the match. And as it almost gets to the end of the cigarette, he blows it out. He's like, sorry. Lights another one. Does it again. Third time. And he's just like, damn it. Sorry. And then she walks away, disgusted, like she, like he's fucking with her. You know, in the 50s, they're not going to understand that kind of thing. These days, we, you know, have, are much more open-minded and would ask, are, are you okay? Like, is it, oh, I have Tourette's. Okay, we would, a person would understand that and be patient. Uh, but in the 50s, it's like, you're fucking with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of really wonderful little moments like that in there that, that make the character really sad, and, and but also uh, make you really care for them. Because they're not mean on purpose, it's just he has these tics. Uh, but overall, it's a wonderful movie with wonderful performances. 
and I highly recommend. One of the best of, what is it, 2019? One of the best of 2019. Damn. That, that would have that probably made my top 10 of 2019. That's impressive. Okay, I'll definitely check it out sometime. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I was surprised uh, to say that it's two and a half hours. We watched it uh, over two nights, me and the wife. But, you know, we don't start adult shit until 9.30. Oh, I so, know. Me, yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, but we were, we both didn't want to turn it off. We were both enjoying it and picked it up immediately the next night. And I did not think it was that long, but apparently uh, it is. That, that is, to, I say that as a compliment. Okay. Good shit. Uh, back to you. Oh, uh, you know, I want to quick discuss the uh, movie that I just finished last night. Uh, just to get your, I don't know, just to, because you watched it not that long ago, and just to get my thoughts out there on it. Gemini Man. Oh, yes. Cool. So here's the reason I want to bring that up so recently after you watched it, is I got the 4K UHD disc of this, which has the 60 frames per second uh, frame rate on this thing. Uh, The theater, the theatrical release, I believe, was 120 frame rate, and this is 60, so it's like half of that. But it's still, if you think about it, most movies are 24 frames a second. So this is still like hyper-realistic. And this would be more in line with what the Hobbits, the, the, the Hobbit movies were like. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, for something unique and different, I actually think that it enhanced the movie. I thought it was awesome. Um, I would not want to watch, watch that frame rate often. Only every now and then. But for some reason, I'm like, the movie itself... It's good. It was a good movie. It was a fine action movie. But that hyper-realism definitely elevated it. Like, that made it better uh, than just your standard issue. That would have been a perfectly fine roulette movie, but because of that crazy frame rate, it looks so good. In fact, I split it up into two nights because wife and I were watching Hobbit. And so when she came down, I turned it off, and she came down, she was like, Immediately, she's like, "What? What is? What are you watching? Like, that looks weird." And then we just we had a little discussion about that, and she's like, "Oh, that's kind of what The Hobbit looks like when we saw that in the theater." Like, yep. Uh, but especially the action scenes, man! It like it just felt like you were there. That the motorbike gun, scene. Oh, even that was I, the he, best part of the movie. Even in the uh, whatever frame rate, I watched it on uh, streaming. I, I do I have it on Voodoo? Where did I watch this? I think I have it on Voodoo. I'm sure that's that's not 60 or anything uh-uh, like that. No. I, don't, I don't have 4K, but those scenes, I could, you could still tell this was meant to look a little bit different. Now, I bet that looked dope. It was sweet, <laughs> yes. That in the very end with the gunfight. Oh, that, that, was that scene awesome. was awesome. Yeah. It just felt like, I'm like, I'm watching, like, there's really people in my basement shooting each other. Oh, it's cool. It was just unique. And it, I don't, I think the, the that disc, I got it used from Bull Moose for, like, 10 bucks or something like that. Totally worth it. That's one I'll be revisiting. And I think that, I think there's only two movies. Don't quote me on this. I think there's only two releases thus far on the 4K format that are that 60 frames a second. And the other one is that Billy Lynn's halftime something mm-hmm. or other. I've got no interest in that movie. But The Hobbit, I'm not sure if you heard, like, the, the reason The Hobbit is not, uh, on that, in that frame rate on the 4K discs is, Peter Jackson shot that at 48 frames a second. And 4K disc can either do, I think, 120 or 60 or 20. Like, it, it can't do 48. Like, it, it, it Why? Can't do 
I know. Like, so this this shit is so over my head. It's like, like <laughs> and so they didn't want to spend the extra money to do to ramp it up to sixty. So they're like, let's just do twenty four. Which it's still. I mean, we just finished them. And wouldn't that make them go in slow motion then? Uh, no, it was real. I mean, it, it looked like a real movie. I, no, no, I don't know. no. I, I mean, if they ramped it up to sixty, if it was shot in forty eight and they ramped it up to sixty, wouldn't it make them go in slow motion? Maybe I. I don't get I don't, it. I don't, yeah, I don't it. either. I, yeah. Morons. But, um, anyway, so I do, I do think that Gemini Man's felt more, probably because it was real, like more realistic than the Hobbit movies did in, like in 48. Cause and it, it just, you could tell it was, there were sets in the Hobbit, whereas Gemini Man, they were on location and, uh, <laughs> ding. <laughs> I felt it coming too. I, I could hear it. I was like, Judas, <laughs> just. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, and I think they did a really good job with de-aging, uh, Will Smith. I do too. I thought it looked fine. Yeah. That was a good movie, man. I was, I was impressed. I thought that ending was crazy. When they unleashed the beast at the end, it oh, was man, like, that holy was cool. shit. Yeah. So that was a thumbs up. I figured. Uh, I, it sounds like you have about the same review of the actual movie as I do. Yeah. Uh, the effects aside. Next time I watch it, I'll actually watch it with the wife. Cause halfway through, I'm like, this is. She would love this. This is right up her alley. Although she does not like that weird frame rate look. Like she's like, this yeah. looks like high def video. I'm like, yeah, it it looks like it high looks, def video. Yeah, it's odd. Okay, go ahead. You can do another one. I, you're going to have more watch than me because of the TV show. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh just God. swallowing, just just gulping down snot, just gulping. Why uh, you got rid of the cats? Oh, who knows? Oh, <laughs> uh, Shadow in the Cloud, starring Chloe oh, Grace no Moretz. Shit. I yeah. want to see this. Um, this was this was an interesting one. Uh, hour and twenty three minutes. Uh, female World War II pilot traveling with top secret documents on a B seventeen flying fortress. Encounters an evil presence on board the flight. Um, it's Rouletti. An evil presence? That wasn't mm-hmm. in the trailer. Oh, yeah, there's... This is... There's a monster on board. Um, yeah, that was in the trailer. Wasn't there something in was the... It? I think so. I mean, you might be right. I'm, I'm yeah. just... I'm trying to think. I remember her falling out and then an explosion and Mission Impossible laying right back up into the... No. Oh, was, this movie. I, I don't know where you'd fall on this. It's so unrealistic. It's so unrealistic, but it was fine. I, I I enjoyed it. The first spoiler, I guess, kind of, the first 40-ish minutes uh, are pretty much all in one location of the airplane. Because I was like, this movie's an hour and 23 minutes, and are we going to leave this little tiny spot, please? And they do... It was good. It was a fine B movie. Uh, she was good. She carried the movie, of course. It's ridiculous. Once they finally move on past a certain location, then things pick up. Uh, but it was good for what it was. Like, it feels like one of those that would pop up on Netflix and you'd be like, oh, that was decent for a Netflixer. So. Where, where'd you watch it? Um... 
Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just, uh... Okay, I, I wonder, because I was like, is that out? I didn't think that yeah, was out yet. The heavens showered that upon me. Or shat, or shat. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Judas, fuck. <laughs> You should, make a, you, should make a new, you should make a new intro with just that. It, it's very possible this is the one. Actually, it would have been the last one, but I was uh, tired of dealing. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, see? Don't scare she's, him. She, yeah, oh. her. Scared her. Oh, and the boys. The boys, I'm just like, okay, you got it. She's, she's not comfortable here yet, so you need to be calm. Oh, I'm sure that Don't be good. loud, and don't make quick movements. And so what do they do? They're like, come here. And every time she's just like, holy shit! Like, mm. on top of giant dog. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So he's not leaving your side. She's not leaving your side. She's just. No, no. She's right here with me, aren't you? Good doggo. Yes. <laughs> yes. I. Oh, she's smiling at me. Did, uh, did Lauren. So Lauren has not seen this dog yet. Uh, there was talk about getting this dog, and there was, uh, some pictures and video, but. It had, I didn't tell her that I went and got her. Okay, cool. I don't. I, I just do things. Because <laughs> she's going to see the dog and probably fall in love with it pretty quickly. Uh, no, she wants the dog. We we said to hold the dog this week. I said I'll go get her sometime this week. I just didn't tell her that I did it. Okay. So, yeah, about an hour. Oh, she's going to come in and see my pretty little girl. <laughs> Okay. Oh, she's got her ears all down and shit. It's all right. She's like, who are you talking to? Why is he clearing his throat so much? Is he oh. dying? Is he dying? <laughs> oh, you're so pretty. Uh, okay. Uh, I've got a few rewatches to talk about yet. I don't have a ton of movies to talk about. I've been watching a lot of TV. Um, what is it? Uh, Peacock TV. Have you added that one to your Roku yet? No. I... It's not a bad one to check out, like Pluto TV. Uh, it's got a Saturday Night Live channel, where they just show bits from Saturday Night Live, and every one is a different decade. It's just 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, oh, cool. back and forth, back and forth. It's good shit. You can see the loop in about two hours, but then you can switch to another channel where they have um, both Pluto and Peacock have... Late night TV channels. Pluto has a Carson channel, which is fantastic. Like Johnny Carson. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh man. Which it, it's 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 great to go and watch that shit. Uh, just because of, I mean, he was broadcasting into the '90s, dude. Uh, that's what I grew up on. That was my. No, me too. He was yeah. great. Stuff you could not get away with today. Oh, not even close. Uh, hilarious. Uh, but then Peacock has some other comedy channels in a similar, similar fashion. And both of them have stand-up comedy channels that just show stand-up. That's it. Un- uncensored? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. So, it, it, they've... It's still kind of TV, but it's free. And fuck it, you know? But, uh, you want something to throw in the background with the wife? That's it. It's, it's fantastic for that. But uh, this other TV show has been taking up more of my time. Uh, so let's talk about The Descent. Neil Marshall. Oh, okay. You haven't watched, watched that this. one. Yeah, I haven't watched this in a while. And it popped up on Pluto, and I caught it right at the beginning. I was like, oh, I'll keep, keep that on in the background while I'm working. 
about halfway through, I kind of was like, hmm, fuck work. I'm going to take a break for the next hour. Just kind of roll over and put my feet up and watch this. My God. I it, It's one of those movies where you forget how good it is until you're in, until you're down in there, until you're sunk down in the deep. And they once they get through that part, it's the one kind of cheesy part for me is when they're getting through that tight spot and then the rocks collapse behind them. It's that part's a little cheesy, but then they're trapped. And that's when the claustrophobia for me really starts to kind of, it's like somebody just started sitting on my chest and it just goes straight South right up until the point where she dives into that. I mean, spoilers, I guess for this old movie, but where she dives into that, or falls into that uh, uh, pool of blood and bones and shit. And it's like, now we're in a Fulci movie. And I'm into <laughs> it. This is this is sick. I Oh, I dig it so much. It's so good. You gotta suspend a little bit of disbelief with all the... Um, the cameras and the flashlights and the batteries and all that bullshit. Just as far as... Oh, your light goes out just now. You know, it's all, it's all very convenient timing. But it's a horror movie. What are you going to do? That's the way that shit goes. Uh, but overall, the movie is still phenomenal. I still prefer the ending where she's... I think I got the... Uh, I forget the, which is which. I think I got the American ending when I was watching ending. this. Yeah, where she's out. And I prefer the ending where she's... She's out, but she's not mentally out. That's the oh, way I that, love that. That's my favorite. That's yeah. the way that I read that ending. She's still in the truck by the road, but in her head, she's with her daughter and the cake in the cave. Like, she, and that to me, that says uh, she's never coming back from that place. Which who the fuck would? Yeah. Um. And you can take the descent part two, and just very gently vaseline that thing up. And shove it way up your asshole because <laughs> it completely undoes everything in part one. And I, I did not approve of that at all. Uh, another rewatch here. And I'm curious what you have to say about this one. Cause I think last time we talked about it, we disagreed. And I wonder if you watched it since from dust till dawn, part two, Texas blood money. Jeez. I haven't seen that in so long. This one also popped up on the uh, Pluto TV horror channel. And I was like, I, I have that DVD somewhere buried down in the vault in the basement, but I haven't watched it in forever. And I remember thinking it was, you know, okay, it's not, you're not going to top from Dust Till Dawn. But I remember thinking that was still fun. And I, I enjoy the angle that they took on it. Let's give it another shot and see where I fall this time. I stand by my comments. That is a fun movie. Especially if you're not expecting it to top from Dust Till Dawn, because it's just not going to happen. That was a gem in the rough, lightning in the bottle, whatever you want to call it. Time and place, perfect budget, perfect director at a certain point in his career that you could pull that kind of stuff off with some of the cheese and the cheese lines and a pistol cock gun and all that nonsense. This one went a little bit of a different direction. It was kind of like a side tale. It's from Dust Till Dawn adjacent. The Teddy Twister is out there and it exists and a couple of the characters pop by, but everything just goes sideways with this heist. And you've got Robert Patrick in there at peak Robert Patrick, mm-hmm. right off, you know, after uh, uh, Terminator 2. 
he still looks like Robert Patrick. He doesn't look like old Robert Patrick yet. <laughs> but I dig the movie. I dig the premise. Yes, a lot of it is at one location, but it makes sense. The story was written in such a way that it makes sense for everybody to stay at that location. I still dig this movie. I think it's fun. I think you should give it another, uh, another chance. It's not fantastic or anything like that, or you should have the Blu-ray. You're going to wait and buy it on Blu-ray now. Damn it. <laughs> Are you uh, going to watch part three? Uh, it actually was playing right after part two on TV, and I, I watched like the first ten minutes, and then I had to go do something. But that is starring uh, Michael Parks. So mm. I do want to revisit that one. I, and that one's a prequel, and we all know how I feel about prequels. Mm. Not a fan. But then again, Michael Parks... You know, from Dust Till Dawn movie, uh, I own it. It's all, I have a, I have the DVD down in the cellar somewhere. Uh, but I, I don't remember liking that one as much as part two. But maybe I'll give it another spin. We'll see. Uh, back to you. Um. So I finished up uh, the Hobbit, uh, the, all three of them: Desolation of Smog and or Smaug, as. Um, What's his name calls him? Oh, great Smaug. Who? Uh, Martin Freeman in the movie? Bilbo? Oh, oh Bilbo. Yeah, how he, he just, he's Smaug. Smaug. <laughs> like it's smog. I should know. I wrote the book. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes. Uh, uh, so, you know what? I think these movies are great. I still stand by these movies. The second one is my favorite. Um... I have come to like the third one a lot more than I had. I think that, I don't know, when you get past, you know, Smog is defeated in the, spoiler, Smog is defeated in the beginning of part three. Spoiler. Yeah. For a book from the, what, 50s? If if that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I think it's cool. The whole army stuff and the the battle that goes on for like an hour and a half, it seems. It's fun. It's Some of the CGI is a bit dodgy now, but... Those are great movies, and the only reason that I don't think that they're held in quite as high regard is because the Lord of the Rings movies are, they are better. They're, those are masterpieces. Agreed. These are Cor- still uh, really Correction, good. The Hobbit book was published in 1937. Hmm. Uh, I still think that Smog looks fantastic. That, that CGI dragon is so cool. Who? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Smaug. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, dragon. yes, yes. Yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, you see. Uh, I just think, and also, I also think it's cool that the necromancer turns out to be uh, Saruman from Lord of the Rings. And I just, they tie them together really, really well. They got Christopher Lee back one last time. Uh, it's, they're really good movies. I, uh, it's weird to see, oh, what's his name? The uh, Legolas. What's his, the actor's name? Pirates of the Caribbean guy. Yeah, I'm watching the Pirates movies with the boys right now. But it's, like, he looks older than he did. In, they, they, they did a good job, but it's still, when you're watching, it's like, this happens before the Lord of the Rings movies, and you're a little bit older, a little bit wiser, but not. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom, yeah. He was good in it, though. Actually, one of my favorite characters in all three of the movies was that Woodland Elf, like the main woodland elf with the long 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 blonde hair and he was like he would ride around in this huge stag deer or whatever with huge horns what was his name oh um he was really really good in those movies like as a 
conflicted elf. I, I oh, he was in oh, what was his name? He was in um, uh, oh, I got a picture. Lee Pace. Is that him? I'm asking you. Um, You're the one. I've watched the Hobbit movies like once, maybe twice. I don't. Oh man. Um. Of course, I'm one. That's the. I mean, type in Lee Pace Hobbit. Lee Pace. I sh- I share my screen with you, but I can't because uh, you're the yeah, you're, you're the dictator in charge of this. Your whole computer meeting. is all ancient and yeah, oh yeah, it's running with mice inside of it. Just yeah, <laughs> sure. That's that's what the squeaking is. It's the mice and the yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need to reset your bullshit again, or you uh, good? Or? I'm good for now. I'm good for now. Did you reset your lungs yet? Or... <laughs> Damn it. Oh, they're just, it's real thick and sticky. Thicky. It's thicky. <laughs> um, thicky. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> thicky. Because uh, it is. It is. Uh, he was Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Huh. That's Lee Pace. He looks like Maynard. Hi, Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> Maynard just with long, flowing, golden. I mean, golden is he hair. the same? That's the guy you mean in the Hobbit, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was he, he was one of my favorite characters, especially when his character kind of comes his character arc comes full circle in the last movie. It was really good, but um, I, the third one was it's still a bit much, and they probably could have got away with two movies. But I'm like, ah, three is better than two with these movies. I love these movies. Yeah, I, I never felt like they were, like, like it was too much when you no. condense it. The first, I mean, the Hobbit book, which I've actually read multiple times, is a little weird in that there, there's that there's that part, while we were in there fighting with Smaug, five armies gathered in battle oh, yeah. outside, and just... And then next, it's like, whoa, whoa, we could spend a little more time on that. <laughs> this is your Hobbit review. This is oh, where you yeah, jump back in. Back, oh, that was for when I was supposed to, to volley yeah. back to you. Okay. Mm. Or you volleyed to me, and then, um, then, and then I... You, you just looked at me like you farted. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I whiffed on that one. Uh, back to you. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Go ahead and review something else. Uh, Angry Red Planet. I believe that you have seen this movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh my god, is this like a 1950s, 60s thing where everything is red? That's the one? Yeah, Yeah. this was on the roulette. I kind of liked this movie. I didn't say it was bad, I just said you're going to be colorblind after it's over. Oh yeah, and it, it takes a bit to get to where they do that shift in color, and then when they do, I'm like... They are doubling down on this filter, tint, whatever. It's like, whoa. But <laughs> oh, it's when, like, when you're on the ra- angry red planet, shit is red. It's red. Oh, it's, it's beet red. Um, oh, uh, yeah. So it's, it was as fun. My, as the funniest joke my best friend ever said one time is, it's pitch red out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my old flat screen TV that, <laughs> that had the, Projector broke. Yeah, so every time it was every time it was dark, it was red. Uh, and he goes, furious. "Oh, it's pitch, it's pitch red out." <laughs> <laughs> I still have not recovered from that punchline. Oh, that was man. the gold one. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, this is a good movie. I kind of liked the uh, 
when they actually get to the real science fiction-y stuff, like the, the special effects, the creatures outside, this huge bat spider thing was cool. Uh, yep. And then the kind of twist, like there was actual civilization on the Red Planet and don't come here because you guys kill each other back on Earth, which is true to this day. Uh, but I liked it. And it was in HD, so the quality was actually really good. Because some of these older movies, if it's not redone, they just they look terrible. But this one here looked good. And it almost made the special effects better. Uh, but I I dug it. I thought it was really cool. It was fun. And I'm, I'm like, I, and I forget where you came out on that movie. I'm like, I kind of feel like you were like, that wasn't bad. And... Yeah, it wasn't bad. I kind of feel like I, I overall gave it a thumbs down, but I really appreciated some of the special effects like that. The creature effects were really sweet, and it, I just, I was so, I was so over in, how do I say it, uh, overdone with the red. I was like, give me another color, yeah, because I'm going to turn this off and all I'm going to see is green. You know, like, if you're watching a... The blue-red 3D. Uh-huh. Oh, where you take that off and then your eyes are all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, that... And it was, it was, it was red for an hour. But that, that spider-rat creature thing, I was, that was cool. I liked that. Yep, I agree. I think we can squeeze in one more each. Uh, let's see. I went first, so you should go last. Uh, this weekend, we didn't have an episode this week, this last week, because, well, we don't usually that week, because me and my wife go away for the weekend for her birthday, and we did that again, and we were, uh, my parents' cabins, and I was looking for, what movies you got in here? I pulled out a handful, and was like, we should watch a movie. This sound system I put in, damn it, so it's gonna sound good, and oh, does it sound good, once I readjusted from all the bastards who changed all the settings over the years. Uh, but that subwoofer rocks the building. What do you want to watch? Gave her a list of stuff. Let's watch that one. So we rewatched iRobot. I have not seen this movie in quite a while. I've seen it many times, but I haven't seen it in quite a while. And I know everybody likes to shit on this movie. They can suck my dick. This movie good movie. kicks ass. Yeah, well, the internet hates it and thinks it's terrible. Whatever. This is the guy that directed The Crow and Dark City, and here he made a, a more lighthearted sci-fi movie. And okay, maybe it's not a direct translation of. Who, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at it. Let's. I'm gonna guess this was Isaac Asimov novel. Okay. You wanna look that up for me? Uh Oh, for fuck's sake, you can't even use Google. Uh, I got it. Forget it. Thank you. <laughs> useless. Useless. I'm on IMDb and Facebook. It's yeah, Facebook. Too- <laughs> Why? We're doing a show. It's in the background. It's Yeah, it's, uh, you're in the background. <laughs> ass. So, uh, I've seen it before. Again, it's, yep, Isaac Asimov. I was right. Ha ha. I haven't read the book, so I don't know how accurate it is, but just judging the movie, this is a fucking fun movie. I like it. I like the special effects. They still hold up. I like the, the plot through lines that are going on here as far as robotics and, and AI and where's that begin and end. I always love that kind of stuff as a sci-fi guy. I think that's a... Usually, most of the time, that's a very interesting concept. And here it's no different. Uh, 
not much else to say about it. The special effects still hold up for the most part. It's got some weird spinny camera thing that they do every now and then that was experimental. And, and I remember that. Yeah, sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it's like, relax, making me nauseous, uh, <laughs> and not really doing anything interesting. But overall, I give this movie a thumbs up, and the internet can kiss my ass. That's that's about it. So if you want to do another quick one, you can, and then we'll do Coming Soon Wrap Up. Okay, one more. Uh, Netflix movie. So this one, I, I get a private message from my buddy in uh, karate, and he he runs the gym, and he's and we're he's he loves movies, and so we kind of we're movie buddies. So every now and then he'll throw me a, a suggestion, I'll throw him a suggestion, whatever. Uh, he, he really likes horror movies and different stuff, and so he's like, "Hey, have you seen Seven in Heaven on Netflix?" I'm like, "No." He's like. Oh, well, my girlfriend, I think you should check it out. Like, oh, okay. Well, usually if he throws me a recommendation, I'm like, yeah, sure. So, like, so I pop on the Netflix, PG-13. I'm like, okay, teenagers, Jude and June, spend seven minutes in a locked closet and emerge in a hostile and dangerous alternate world. I'm like, okay, but I'm getting a tween vibe here. So I hit play on it early, early in the morning. And within 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, hmm, hmm, this is very tweeny, low-budget Blumhouse through a million bucks to some first-time director, maybe. And and as it was going on, I'm like, I'm getting angry, angrier and angrier. <laughs> Finally, I'm just... Angry, confusing... Hated every character. Hated every character. It all takes place in some lame party, some kid's house. And I'm like, this doesn't even seem like a real party that tweens... Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, what am I going to say to my buddy? Like, what? Like, You're going to say what you say to your other buddy, which is all horror is great. Uh, this isn't horror. This is, well, drama, horror, mystery, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to just tread the water. Like, I'm like, what did he like about this? I'm like, so I watched Seven in Heaven and it wasn't really for me. Just testing the waters. And he was like, and he was like, yeah, my girlfriend and I were, we didn't much care for it. We were wondering what you would think. I'm like, are you kidding me? You made me sit, like, I watched all of that crap. So I got, then I laid into him. I'm like, dude, like you led me to believe that this was going to be pretty good. Like just with your messaging, LOL. Thank you. Thanks. Mm. Oh, so when I was there last night, I'm like, he was like, you didn't like that movie, did you? I'm like, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. He's like, yeah, I probably should have let you know that we didn't like it either before you watched it. Like, Bastard. <laughs> so I figured you'd, you'd like that. Oh, mm, he's my new best friend. I don't uh-huh. know who he is, but he's my new best friend. Uh, I kind of want you to watch it, though. Oh, I would love for you to watch this. Oh, Why? Why would I ever do this? Oh, it's science fiction-y time. I mean, they're alternate realities, maybe. They go through a locked closet door, and then, then everybody's mean to them for reasons. It's, it's, it's twisty and turny. You should watch it. You really should. You might like it. Why would I like it? Uh, eh. I like that if I suffer through stuff like this, that I want... No, no. You're the one that's the one genre whore, not me. Yeah. 
it's kind of like an STD. Like I got it, I was infected with it, and now I want to give it to pass it on to you. And then when you're done, you make someone else watch it. I, but that's how things work. No, that's how it works in the horror community, not in the <laughs> not in the real world. <laughs> oh, you're was... you're in this way deep in this weird matrix where you are just forced to watch this. I am. It's like you, am. it's like you rub the lamp of the genie and you wished wrong. I know, and I'm stuck with this stuff. Oh, the amount of garbage I've watched that I didn't review. No, nope, it's oh. all great. Uh, I mean, some of it is. <laughs> a touch of Satan. I watched. I finished that up this morning. Touch of Satan. I think a that was an MST. Wait a minute. I think I've seen that. That was an MST3K movie at one point. I think so. That was MST3K, sir. Yep, that's on Amazon. It's a VHS type transfer, but. Yeah, I watched that minus the MST3K guys. Why? And and your other roulette picks that you put up, I I own those. I have them. I've seen them. Oh, they're they're remastered. They're gonna be good. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> the brain that wouldn't die is awful. Oh, that looks great. And the and the 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 other thing, the, what was the uh, screaming skull. That looks good. <laughs> awful. Oh, I've watched some some okay movies recently that I haven't got around to review yet. Like, you know, Mutant in Space and The Cremator, Octoman. Not MST3K. No, watched Teenage... Mut- Mutiny in Space was the one with the screamy guy that I was talking about, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. I watched that one. It's from the 50s. Oh, no, wait. A uh, different one. Voyage to Prehistoric Planet, Invasion of the Crab People. Um... Ugh. Yeah, Mutiny in Space is a good one. Giant Leeches. Phantom what the hell? Phantom from Space, I watched that. Oh, Beast from Haunted Cave, I watched Phantom that. Phantom from Space. These are all mystery science theater movies. Yeah, but I like I want to give them their fair shake before, or, you know, post-MST3K. Some of them... <laughs> <laughs> this is how far you've fallen in the horror hole is you're now going back to the 50s yeah oh yeah I've been watching like tons of 50s movies oh what was the one I started this afternoon um to be beyond the time barrier or some time barrier or something or some guy his jet goes to the future which is 2000s or whatever and he Civilization is in ruin because of Trump, I'm sure. And then Arrow some... could re- literally release a Blu-ray that says it's a guy taking a shit for two hours. Remastered HD. Eugene, bye. <laughs> Does it have Add a to cart. or not? <laughs> oh man, yeah. That uh, let's just see here. Um, what's heading my way from that Scream Factory shipment? Coming soon for me, I've got some video games that I, I bought a whole bunch of video games uh, during Christmas because my daughter gave me a GameStop gift card. Sid Meier's Civilization on Xbox 360, uh, Battlefield 3 and 4, which they were so desperate to get rid of that they just, once I added them to cart, they changed the price to zero. Hmm. So, thanks for that. Uh, Star Trek. Based on the remake movie. I'll give that a shot. Why not? Just Cause 2. Shadow of Mordor is a 
Lord of the Rings game. Eh, couple bucks. Why not? What else do I got? Some Call of Duty game. Some uh, RPG game. I just bought a whole bunch of cheap shit for PS3 and Xbox 360. And everybody's like, come join us in the future. I tried to buy a PS4, but you guys still want $400 for it. A PS4, not five, four. The five is out, but I tried to get a four. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I ain't spending 400 bucks on it. Uh, what about you? Coming soon. Uh, the Screaming Skull, uh, the I Bury the Living, The Brain That Wouldn't Die, Man from Planet X, uh, Vagrant, Vicious Lips, of course. I got that one coming. I might watch that, too. Yep. Um, Barbarians, Bloodline. Um, there was a couple other ones that I added on Amazon Prime that looked promising. They've got a lot of your your niche title crap. Oh, I, well, crap is a bit harsh, but they've got a bunch of my niche titles <laughs> over there. Crap is, a, crap is a bit harsh after you just called it all shit. That's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, I can call it that, but you can't. Well, that's because my, I watch it. Yeah, I. You have no opinion on it. I'm watching it. I just turn it off after five minutes. You own it on <laughs> Blu-ray for thirty bucks a pop. <laughs> oh, I bury the living has got to be good. Yeah, maybe. Why? Why? Why would you say that? Uh, let's see here. Bury the living. Yeah, the title's awesome. 1958. Uh, Richard Boone's in that one. Uh, 76 minutes, man. That, um, uh, when Albert... the short run time is a positive, that doesn't mean it's good. Uh, it might. Robert, the manager of a cemetery, begins to torture us descendant into insanity when people owning grave plots begin to die at an alarming rate, seemingly by his hand. On the gra- Oh, that sounds great. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> it's on all your horror sites. Top yep. 100. Yep. yep. I bury the living. <clears throat> oh, man. <laughs> all right. It's time to wrap this up. Do you want to make it weird before we go, or do you just want to. Oh, it's been weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, my throat's just raw from this. Just, it's it, not this. It's, it's oh. from your stupid vape bullshit. I think that's what it is from. Yeah. That and this. Talking? Yeah, just this. Oh, interaction with me. <laughs> You're just like my wife. Everything in your life is my fault. Somehow, it's just, your, it's my fault. Uh, just, it, this requires a lot of my... I can't find my wallet! What'd you do <laughs> with it? It's your fault. Like, what? I, I, what? This, this show takes a lot out of my vocal talent. <laughs> vocal talent. <laughs> Uh, okay, you and your vocal talent go rest while I spend the next five hours editing this fucking bullshit. Woohoo! <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Uh. Thanks for listening.
Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.